Like if there's if it's a thing about Hedgehog going fast, do Danger Zone like directly reference the only Top thing, Gun? The do o- something. The only thing that it would make it worse is if it was the real 2019 movie trailer thing of a slow power ballad sung by a female vocalist version of Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that okay, would be yeah, the yeah. thing that would make it worse. It is the 7th of May 2019 and this is the Game Engine Start Podcast. My name's Ewan. My name's Callum. And welcome to the tumbleweed of video games where fucking nothing is out. It's It's been a little bit. And it ain't cut eight. Nothing's changing for a while. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. But it does for a little bit. Yeah, it does. But it does mean that like I don't know, like I actually had the moment where I was like, I want to play something. I don't know what it is, so I'm going to go through my back catalogue and figure out what I never touched in the first place and then bought a new game. So, yeah, <laughs> because we're... I've got, I've got to do that as well. I just keep getting distracted by other stuff. Yeah. Well, because we, oh, I'm trying to remember, because I know we missed last week because it was essentially nothing, but like... Yeah. Because it was last week you were distracted by wrestling, right? Last time. Yeah, last, okay. last week was WrestleMania. I can't okay, um, remember if it was that. So what's been... No, yours? it was... What's so the, the only thing so I've not I've not actually like played anything new. Yeah. Like all of that I've been I've been playing Magic and I've been playing Destiny. Right. And I've been playing like uh, Pathfinder on and off and all like the, sure. the the stuff that I've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I figured what I would talk about instead was the the big outrage that happened in the Destiny community because now this is this is my job as the like. Destiny sure. correspondent now yep. that you've given up. I haven't given up. Um, I've been I can only play one of those games. You've not played it in months. I can, Come on. I can only play one of those games at a time and currently division's more interesting to me. But yes. You don't even play that now anyway. Whatever. Yeah. Um so what happened was uh the Revelry came out, which is a new event that's supposed to be like their springtime event. Oh okay. so, uh, 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 can't remember. I did see it go past. What was it called? The Revelry. Oh, oh, right, it is just called The Revelry, right, yes. It's just called The Revelry. Cool. Uh, so Eva turns up uh, at the tower, and basically you're you're celebrating the fact that you're alive. That is the excuse for the... <laughs> Which appears to be like, like the excuse for most of those celebrations that happen Well, in a world like that, I can understand yeah. it, but she turns up and is like, no, we need to, like, all the humans need to be excited about the idea that we're not dead. They're like, okay, sure. So you get... It's, it's they they set up a new mode which is like the the verdant forest which is supposed to be like an infinite dungeon essentially mm-hmm. you can just sit and run through until you get to the end and you run out of time and then you have to fight bosses it's kind of boring but you have to do it because it's part of the mode to get sure. like a unique armor set okay the thing that was interesting was as part of the revelry eva gives you a a, a tonic a reveler's tonic which you can put the unique currency into called Reveler's Essence, mm-hmm. and it gives you massive cooldown reduction on either your grenade, your class ability, or your melee ability. Oh. And that has completely fucked Destiny for like two weeks, and right. people got so mad about it. And people are still mad about it because this is the last week of it. Sure. So I'll explain what the problem is. With lower cooldowns on your grenade and your melee, not so much your melee, it's mainly your grenade and your class ability for different things. With lower cooldowns in your grenades, essentially PvE is a joke. Right. When you have a grenade every second, 
because you just don't you don't fire your gun or anything barely fire your gun you just sit and throw grenades at everything and everything dies right especially when you get like exotics that trigger off your grenades and like for warlocks if you've got like sun bracers or like controverse hold or something that makes your grenades better mm-hmm. they become insanely powerful of course um so you're just sitting you're firing through strikes you're firing through the nightfall you can go through shattered throne solo like it's ridiculous what you can do has it have they made, then, have Bungie made a statement about this of being like yeah we know it's fucked or like yeah just they, going can, with they, it? they said they said yes we realized that the unique thing for the revelry is like a change or whatever but like I uh, could have, but it's only for two weeks so they don't really I care could have, i could have told you that like that yeah. doing this is going to Okay. Yeah, everybody could have told you that they did it anyway, and they don't really care because it's only for two weeks. And just just to, um, just to check, like you can do this in any like yep, if you're working any on mode. quests, your work, you can yep. do bounties, you can do everything. Huh. You can do everything under the influence of this Reveler's Essence. So stuff like even even Gambit, which was a fucking solved problem. Yep. Like everybody knows how to burn down a primeval at this point in like yeah. five seconds. When everybody also has infinite grades, that mode is a joke, like an absolute mockery like, of a mode. Is it better like, or worse? Like it's more fun because it's such right. it's so dumb. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous when you see people like run out of gambit and it gets to the point in like like prime where you have to like burn down the envoys to get to actually attack the prime evil. Yeah. When you could burn down every envoy in a second because everybody just throws their grenade at it, it's kind of hilarious. So like but when you said like improved grenade time, like how quick are we talking? Ridiculously like, fast. Like okay. stupid quick. <laughs> okay. Like, um so if I use like controverse hold, which mm-hmm. is a warlock exotic that says if you hit someone with your grenade you get some of the cooldown back. Oh god. So if you use that, you have a grenade off cooldown, essentially. You can just use it, and it will keep... So long as you hit something, you will always have a grenade up. It is crazy. That's awesome. It, it's insane. Like, and it, 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 so the PvE stuff is kind of hilarious. Um, the problem came with people in PvP. Right. Because PvP essentially became about grenade spam. So yeah. all that would happen is like people would choke up points and fu- like funnel people through certain points then just sniper rifle them sure so the modes became really one note and boring um but it became really people became really mad about it because obviously people are trying to get like the pinnacle weapons yeah, yeah, yeah. like the actual like the, the the season weapon for crucible and competitive crucible became an absolute joke as well <laughs> because it is like it's either grenade spam or it's hunter's constantly spamming their class ability to basically be permanently invisible right because they just they dash and become invisible and then it's off killed again so they dash again and they become invisible that's great and it's and some of the best ones i've seen are the people that are doing it with i can't remember the name of the exotic but there's an exotic leg you can get as a hunter that says that your dash emits like a a null wave that stops abilities and oh, like yeah, radar yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So people are just like running at groups of people and dashing, and then nobody can do anything because all their abilities are on cooldown. That's and great. like doing it constantly, so they're just like silencing people for multiple seconds. It's weird watching the hunters just dance around the arena. Nice. Um, That's great. It's crazy, but people got so mad because they were just like, "This is ruining my crucible rank, so, and I'm trying to get the recluse." And- so I wonder if that means that they can then turn around and go, "How about we create?" Like a crucible mode where what's what's the name of the 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 Overwatch thing where they're like here's the rule set for this week? Yeah, the, it already exists. It's like you get you get that in crucible anyways. Like mayhem's but, the one where everything's off cooldown. No, like, but like you want 
like turn up or like be very specific where like this 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 week it's like grenades have zero cooldown like be all oh, right yeah sure about it. Like, yeah that would because then at least then like because that sounds fun as hell like i might actually need to try that it's for me it's really it's really funny like it's gonna be weird going back to playing normal destiny where you actually have to worry about grenade cooldowns <laughs> exactly. and stuff like that because you're just like jumping around the arena just throwing grenades out like it's nothing and everybody's nice. kind of forgotten how to actually play destiny that's awesome and it's kind of insane so you see people with like I try to, like so like titans are suddenly way better because they've got that grenade that basically like carpet bombs an area so they just throw a bunch of those out and people can't go through hallways and it's it's so bizarre it's so weird <laughs> It's, it's, um, it's really fun. I think it's really fun. I can understand why people are mad because people really want... Oh, sure. Re- yeah. People really want Reckless because Reckless is a good gun, but you can't do it when anybody can just kill you by constantly throwing grenades at you until you die. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so, is why people are getting mad about it, but it isn't... I don't really care about it. Sure. So speaking of, like, the next thing, like, I, I saw the word I saw the next season be like kind of leaked a bit, and I don't know where it came from, but it's called the season of opulence. That's been known for a while, has yeah. it? Because it's been because yeah. they blanked out the name for a while. They've, they've, they've called it season of opulence before. So people oh, know okay. That it's called the season of opulence. Fair enough. People okay. are assuming it's got something to do with um, uh, what was the name of the guy on the raid? Valis. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Where where it was like his entire Leviathan ship was all like gold and opulence and all that and the stuff you find at the end oh, of the raid. God, that means that the loot's going to be fucking terrible, isn't it? Because it's all going to be like probably yeah, gold. it's going to be all like yeah, gold and black and what's purple the name of that? And stuff, what's the name and... of that fucking assault rifle from launch to that had like golden wings and shit on it? Oh, vigilance wing, yeah. the pulse rifle. Yeah, that thing was so dumb. That was a good gun. Was, yeah, it was, anyway, but it just yeah. looked ridiculous. Um, okay, yeah, and that crazy. starts in June, July, June, July, okay. I think. June to August, I, maybe maybe end this. of June. Yeah, maybe end of June. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, and it says like they're going to be on the 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 hint is that the Leviathan's coming back, which will be yeah. That's why everybody assumed because right. it was Valus and okay. Valus was all about opulence and the fact that he's a robot and stuff. It's fair enough, but nobody knows actually what the hell's going on like nobody knows what the hell is going to happen with opulence they already fucked over the uh the story for a season of the drifter um they already fucked that up so it's off, really how it's off sync by one way i told you about this oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah the the story is told through zur's weekly bounty yep and the weekly bounty last week was like do this strike and kill the, it was like Cabal, Hive, and Vex on the Tangled Shore. And you couldn't do one And of them. The, prob- the, pr- the problem was that Vex don't spawn on the Tangled Shore. Yep. So you can't, you physically can't do it. It's impossible. Jeez. Oh, wow. Um, and everybody realized that was a problem. So now the story's like off sync by a week. Right. So they said they're going to like extend it and stuff. It was just a weird to. moment, yeah. but yeah. Fair enough. Cool. But it's been a cool story. Like learning about the Drifter and stuff has been interesting. Yeah, I'll need to catch up. I'm assuming there's a... Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think you'll be able to. But no, okay, I mean, sure. I mean, just watch it, like to see oh, yeah, the, watch sure. cutscenes because there's that because I I keep meaning to sit down and watch the um, speaking of story games um, in games the MK11 story mode. There's a oh yeah, three, there's an almost four hour video that somebody's just stitched together all the cutscenes that I just want to see because I'm never going to yeah. play that game. I've got no interest in playing that game, but I do want to see the story mode. Yeah, um, that's totally fair. I would understand. So that. there's a I've got a bookmarked a three and a half minute video on YouTube, a three and a half hour video on YouTube that I could just uh, work my way through every now and then. Yeah. Um. Cool. That sounds alright. Um. And then also we've been like 
chipping away at Destiny whenever we can. Um, Division, you mean? Division, sorry, yes. Um, yeah, that's we hit end game. That game's that, that game's good. That game's uh, really good. Um, it's exactly. It's, good. it's a lot of fun. It's yeah, and I appreciate now that they're the thing I didn't know going into it was going to be like the the how serious they were going to take it, and it's weird that Ubisoft, one of the few companies that can do like complete tonal dissonance like that, where like the main the main thrust of the story is like super serious and like these people are horrible and we need to get back to yeah. the way things used to be and all that kind of nonsense for america for america Go and get then, the declaration of independence right and then you've got all the side mission stuff which is like here are these dudes that you shoot a light bulb and he fucking drops down in the middle of the yeah thing that was the, the weirdest thing was this this like super hidden thing that we found randomly while playing yep. that that spawned some weird boss that kicked our ass and then we went back so, at a higher level and killed them and then we discovered there's 12 of them yeah so people, um, people they're called the hunters like yeah. don't google it if you want to keep secrets but like there are 12 hunters that you trigger through really bizarre shit um and we found one by accident and then looked up yeah. how to do it again when we were actually properly leveled but there's yeah it's so like we like we like pieced it together randomly on a mission and we tried it and we instantly died and went yeah. oh we'll need to remember that and then yeah. we went back yeah um but it just seems like i, I appreciate that they're also going to go so stupid with it as well like it's i, I like i like that they're going to do both things um and yeah now we're in game and we're starting to do the whole um it's going to be interesting to see because one of my one of my one of the the fascinating things i find about like these kind of games of service like this destiny and all this kind of stuff is what is that game like if you come into it six months late right yeah where like we hit end game by the time the first big update had hit which added all the the black tusk invasion and stuff right mm-hmm. so yeah. when we triggered when we hit level 30 and triggered the end game stuff like it was just this cacophony of like noises and message boxes and fucking things popping up and going yeah, away. Yeah, that and... thing. The thing just went kind of nuts after you hit max level and finished the story. Yeah, and just like so many pop ups because and not... it's still kind of broken where it still pops stuff up that you've already seen before. Yeah, it's... but but that specifically was like because they needed the pop up to be like, hey, you're level thirty, go do your specialization stuff. And then yeah. also like, oh, by the way, the Black Tusk, inv- the Black Tusk Invasion stuff started. So here's what all that is. And it's like, yeah. it really feels like, and I saw some people come, uh, saying this when they start playing the game or like, and I think we mentioned it on here at some point where if you have no division experience before, like if you've never, if you've never played the first game, they don't tutorialize a lot of the this, this stuff no, that's there. Yeah. So like, if you miss that three window pop-up tutorial thing, like you might just be boned and have to go look this stuff up. Um, Cause like I spent... A good half hour researching the just the the pie chart thing in your stats window. Oh yeah, like what the stats mean? Yeah, yeah, like the offensive defensive uh, utility thing and how that affects your stats and what they where they come from and all this kind of stuff. Um, and it still doesn't like I get it, but it still doesn't work the way you expect it to. And it's just yeah, it's very strange. I had um, I had fun. I had fun with our first like over level thirty dark zone entry that was that was funny that was great that was, that was, that was so a good, good. do you want to talk about what happened at our yeah, excursion so we, we we decided that at, at past max level where all you're needing to do is get gear and level uh get your eye level higher we were gonna hit the dark zone to try and find gear and when we were in the dark zone uh we got rushed once by this group of people who had gone rogue and like that's the way the dark zone works is like everybody's nice until they go with rogue and then they can pvp with people yeah 
there's like and they came up and killed us and like took our stuff or whatever like ah fine whatever they've gone back we'll leave them yeah yeah. um we got some stuff we did the extraction uh and then we killed some more stuff we had another lot of stuff that we needed to get so we we fired off another extraction um or sorry no we'd done an extraction and we were leaving the extraction we were leaving and we saw the three names come up again saying they'd gone rogue and we saw we saw one of them start to enter the place where we were so we took up defensive positions and all three of them run into it was kind of like this big square the three of them run into the square and get really close to us all kind of grouped up yeah, and because I was the demolitionist that, uh, specialization, I had a big grenade launcher. That's the special weapon for the demolitionist. Yep. Just popped out from cover and fired this grenade launcher. So at I'll, them I'll also say, like we've we've been using this tactic in the PVE stuff for like most of the game, where you mm-hmm. will grenade stuff in. I'll have a sniper rifle lined up on a dude, like ready to yeah. start mopping up while you switch. So back I like guns. I fire my I fire my grenade launcher into this crowd, and Ewan fires his big sniper rifle. Two of them go down instantly. Pretty much um, yeah. one of them stays up with like half health uh-huh. and we just like rush him and take him down it's a really good experience of these see people who are clearly better than us yep. because we've actually sat and thought about just it just stomp them it like, was in, they had, in like three seconds they had zero chance it was i never great. i never ever use end game voice chat but i wish proximity chat had been on just to hear the fucking yeah. expletives that must have been thrown at us while we were doing that. Because there's only two of us as well. We didn't even have a three-man team. It was just, yeah, it was just me and you. So we just... The amount, the amount, just... The amount of swear words coming out of my mouth when we did it as well was it quite... Was great. It was very it was good. A, it was but a it's, very, it's very like, good moment. That's the moment that they've been advertising for all the for both division games, right? Like, those, yeah, kind, totally. of, those kind of turns. And then especially now that they've, they've expanded the rogue stuff, where you're like, you can go rogue and then you can go like ultra rogue and mega rogue, whatever the fuck the term yeah. is. Where it's like you can Super be rogue. you become so rogue that you appear on everyone's map and you're just like oh, okay, um, but yeah that was a that was a great moment. And then we just stole their shit and ran away, <laughs> which is even better. Um, yeah, that was fun. It was good. That game's that game's good. I enjoy it. Um, so yeah, the stuff I've been doing again, like kind of I, life stuff's getting in the way at the minute to because we're moving, so packing and yeah. getting stuff all that started. But one th- couple of things I did do. So we, I found this again. I, keep, I I say this a lot. People should follow that um, um, Steam in six seconds Twitter account. It is. Oh, I think the condensed game trailers yeah, so or whatever. For, for people that don't know, it's it's. I, I'm actually, I'll look up at the break what the actual Twitter handle is. But it's basically, like it's a bot that watches Twitter new really uh, Steam new releases, takes the first video in their um, in their like kind of promotion slot. It's at micro trailers on Twitter. There you go. Um, it cuts that thing down into six seconds and then just displays it with the name of the game. And it just... So, like, you'll see it, like, five o'clock. Um, like, you'll see a bunch of releases come up. So I found this in that and then Googled it and, and found what it was. So it's a game called... Let me just make sure I get it right. Um, 39 Days to Mars, which is... Um, it's a... They're not a band. No, that's 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> Wow, yeah, oh, yeah okay. I never thought about that. You got it. There it is Thursday's Mars. Um, yeah, Thursday's Days Mars, and it is a co-op, kind of like heavily recommended to be couch co-op, two-player, um, kind of funny, short narrative thing. That thing looks weird. It's awesome. It's maybe 
I'm not a person that says this a lot. It's maybe priced a little high for what it is. For, sure. for the amount of time it takes. Like, it's maybe like an hour, if you're good, maybe an hour and a half, if you take time. But it's essentially like, it's these two very British explorers from like... Yes, one of, one of them has a top hat and an umbrella. Like, they're, it's very... They're, if, if you're on the Steam page, their full names are great. Um, but um, they are Victorian explorers, and they very matter-of-factly go like, let's let's go to Mars let's just go there yeah let's um, go to mars and they so the whole game is basically about their journey to mars on their fucking coal-powered airship they're dirigible they're dirigible which flies through yeah. space and it's it's basically architected as a series of like co-op based minigame puzzles sir sir albert wicks and the right honorable clarence baxter there you go is, they're very british names exactly so it's basically it's basically like a two-button game it's like a stick and a, it's a stick and a button and the you it's just a bunch of mini games. So like one of the initial ones is like um the uh like to, to kind of get you in, into how it's gonna work, like you have to switch the power back on to to start to to supply electricity to the dirigible so you can take her off. So it's like one person so it's the is the puzzle you've seen in a bunch of video games where like you have a bunch of switches and you have to make the the power gauge hit a specific area but not over and not below sure. it. Sure, yeah, yeah. But you need to work together because the switches are require locked afterwards. So one person has to pull down the switch and another person has to lock it while also trying to put it in the middle of this thing. It's that kind of minigame stuff. Mm. Um, but the fact that you're working together and the fact that it's remarkably difficult, like it's not, it's comically difficult to do some of this stuff. And then there's stuff, there's stuff in the middle, like they play up the like comedy british very heavily where like parts once you're in space parts of the ship will just fucking explode because it's it's poorly made mm. so like the engine will explode and you'll go you, the two of you will kind of go down um kind of like um what's that co-op space game um kind of cartoony pastel colored and um, where you all have to control a ship Oh, lovers in a dangerous space. Thank thing. you. That one. It's kind of like that where you're like you you both run down to the engine and go to try and fix the engine. He says, "Well, I can't fix this engine until I've had my scone." And you have to go oh, back. Of to the, you have to go back to the kitchen, and both of you have to assemble the perfect scone. And it's all like physics based, where like each you can only hold part of a scone, and you have to put clotted cream on it by turning the. It's fuck it. It's so funny, and like not only is the writing good, like the games are just just difficult enough to make it funny to do while also being while also requiring a decent bit of thought and um it's really good it's a super good co-op game i think it's out on pc switch and i want to say xbox i don't think it's ps4 yet sure and it's well worth your time like i I think it's like 11 pound on steam which i think is maybe a little much for what it is but like it's it's really good. We thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's like that seems. It seems like a cool thing. Hour yeah. and a half, two hours of entertainment. It's very cool. Um, yeah, and then the other thing that's been me occupied is the uh, Dreams Early Access. Oh God! Thing came out. And I don't want to talk about this nightmare engine. This is it's that thing is. It doesn't happen very often, but sometimes you look at something and you go, "I don't know how." They like human beings have made this because yeah. you go through. So, if you really haven't seen this, so Dreams is the new game from Media Molecule, who are the Little Big Planet and Tearaway. Tearaway? They did Tearaway, right? Tearaway. Yeah. yeah. Developers. Pretty sure. Uh, PS4 exclusive. It's been in development for like eight years. It was announced kind of at the PS4 launch 
And it's basically, they looked at Little Big Planet, and when people are taking this game that makes 2D side-scrolling levels and turning it into like full games that break the system, so how about yeah. we just make a thing that lets people do whatever the fuck they want? And they've done that in a surprisingly robust way. So you like so that yeah oh god where do you even fucking start so the thing I have no out, idea the thing they put out right now is the early access version 24.99 on ps psn store and it is it has all the construction tools it has a chunk of the tutorials but it doesn't have the story mode which is a thing that they're building and they're going to put in the final version and you can boot up you can go into like the dreamiverse i think is what they call it and you just go like show me the most popular stuff or show me the latest stuff and then it just provides you this stream of like here's a guy who's made an exceptionally realistic looking first person shooter or here's a game is like a five like a 30 second thing where a cone tries to get hugs and everyone runs away from it and you feel sad or here's <laughs> here's a here's a what that's it's a totally so yep it's in there that's a real thing okay. um, somebody's recreated pt in a surprisingly decent way somebody has um what's the like what's the like logic behind this like what do you not mean? not the logic from like the developer i mean like in the game engine like how do you do logic so like that was some so the first like i spent like no joke like four hours just going through stuff right yeah. like just seeing what people have done with it and it's yeah, and then I was like, okay, I need to know how this is put together. Um, so the kind of structure of the thing is so actually super interesting as well, where you you don't just... So like Little Big Planet, you make a level, you publish a level, that's it. Like your level has your name on it, and it's your level. That's sure, fine. yeah. Dreams is much more um, kind of uh, chunks of functionality. So if you want, you can go into Dreams and use the sculpting tools to just build fucking trees. Like, if you're really good at making trees, you can just build hundreds of trees and just go, here's a bunch of trees with my name on it. And then somebody who's building, like, an animated movie can then go, oh, I need trees. Your tree looks good. And you grab your tree and they start putting it in their level. Um, And then somebody can look at that animatic and go, like, oh, that would be a cool level for a game. And they take that animatic and then Ah, add their own logic into it. Collaborative. Yeah. Yeah. And they do a really good job of accreditation. No, crediting people, basically. So you look at any level. I think that's the word. Yeah. You look at any level and it says like, oh, this level was created by this person with art by this person who did these assets and the sound was done by this person who made this music and this track and this sound effect came from here and all this. Like all of that is recorded based on what you're, um, based on like what you've pulled into your level um, or your dream as they're, as they're called because they're not really levels because some of them are and some of them are fully animated some of them are like controllable some of them are just like yeah. here's a picture that we made um so yeah so the next thing was like okay i need to know how the fuck this is put together and any dream that somebody has made they can optionally switch on two things they can switch on can you remix this level which basically means you can take it and break it apart and see what the fuck they did it or you can then use that asset that they've made in your own thing both of those things are optional um, right so yeah so i was like i need to know how the fuck people are doing this because this seems completely like unbelievable that people have done this thing so i started mm. working through the tutorials people edit, these are these are the perfect sources of games to real to show how talented like a lot of people are on oh, the yeah. internet yeah, yeah, yeah like um and again like it's the thing that really put me off from getting big into like lobbing planet stuff is like if you're not good at art 
then you've got no hope, right? Yeah, because if you're not you, if you're not artistically minded, then totally. you're kind of screwed. In those like, games, I can do so. the logic stuff all day, but don't make me draw a tree, right? Like, this is not going to happen. But the <laughs> fact that I can, but the fact it's that weird can, that you're the designer of our website. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's a very different thing. You'll know. God, that's a whole other topic. Um, what is design art? Is that <laughs> you? If you're designing a website that one person can basically maintain. Turns out a lot of it is auto-generated because you can't build that oh, many sure. assets. It's yeah. interesting. Um, so yeah, so I was like, okay, I need to I need to know how this works. And I started doing tutorials. And they start off super basic where it's like, here's how you, like, here's, like, just blocks, right? Like, make a block, clone a block. Here's how you resize stuff. Here's how yeah. you... And then this you start to very quickly see where they've put the effort in where like okay so say you want to build stairs right super basic stairs right in most level editors you would create a block of the right size duplicate it a couple of times then have to position it to make stairs right with dreams you make one block at, at the base level and then you can take that block clone it and make the top and put it where the top of the stairs would be select the two of them and then do the the uh, i can't remember what they call it the array tool whatever it is and it will create duplicates between those two blocks at the right size and then you can optionally like twist and turn it and make like you can make spiral staircases in like a minute and a half like it's nuts the 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 detail there in these tools about how to actually build stuff and that's just like creating blocks right there's a whole sculpting engine in here like you start with like a here's a sphere like billion tool cut stuff out of it, it like pull bits out push bits in twist bits mm-hmm. like it's all fucking in there and it's as deep it's as deep as you want to go it looked like that um what was the name of the vr painting game mm. uh tilt uh, brush is that brush, right the google one yeah, yeah when, then, like when they had sculpting tools you basically had like a big ball that you could well, they, set that was the, bits and shape that was bits. the oculus medium i think was more yeah, sculpting that one. was yeah yeah. Just, it, the the stuff I saw out of dreams looked like that, yeah. where it was all just like very like smoothed edges and stuff yeah. like that. It was and weird. it does the thing where there's a concept that you see sometimes in development or like kind of programming general, right? Where mm. you want everything to work at a very basic level with no configuration, right? Like things should just work the way you expect, and then eventually you get to the point where you're like, actually, this I need this to do a different specific thing, so you change that small part of it. And so you, you start from a point where it works and then you just configure it up and up and make it more complicated. Dreams feels very much like that, where like, if you want to build a really simple level where a character can run about and jump on platforms and hit switches, mm-hmm. like, that yeah. is super simple. Like, they very yeah. quickly show you how to do that stuff. But then they do the thing where like, okay, I now want to make my own music for this thing. Cool. Here's the music tutorial. And it all works in the same editor. So you create a timeline, ah, you, start, okay. you start pulling elements, you start pulling instruments into it, and like the timeline that it uses is the same timeline you use for like animating camera movement and animating like characters. Um, and so it has it has good on ramping. Is that it's got really good on ramping, and it's got a really good grasp of onboarding. I believe is the term you're looking for. Onboarding. Um, I think they're the same. I've heard it. I've heard both. Of I've them heard. Used. Yeah, you're right. I've heard both. But they they know exactly when to design stuff that is lets you use skills you've used in one area and another one. So if you yeah. if you transferable use, skills transferable skills. So if you if you if you've used the timeline to make music. 
you kind of know how the camera animation stuff works. Because it's a timeline, you drag blocks in, you resize them, you can clone them, you know how to open them up and tweak them, all that kind of stuff. The the UI is super consistent with a lot of that stuff, where like mm. um basically anything in the world, if you hold down L1 and hit square, it'll pop up a, an extra the tweak window, which is like, here's where all the super specific parameters are for this thing. Um if you want to do super basic animation where you literally build a thing and then you want to grab it and just like so it uses motion controls for most of its stuff like in the right. controller so like to point yeah. the imp about and stuff like that is just you moving your DualShock um, so if you want to do super basic animation where like you build a dumb character and you just want to like like just as if you as if you were holding them like a like a child like an action figure and just make them fucking jump about on the screen like you pull down the record tool you hit record thing you grab the item and go do 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 and move your move your controller and then let go and it works and then you're just like okay now you've got a timeline that does that for six seconds and then ah, you can look, okay and then you can so look like at, a record animation thing totally like a... they don't yeah and then so one of the big things for me was like okay how are they going to make 3D controllable, animatable, animatable characters, right? How the fuck do you make it so that the average person with just a controller can design a, a character that can walk, move, run, jump, all that kind of stuff, right? Because you look at the games that are there and there's like, there are humanoid characters, there are four-legged animals, there are fucking weird giant mice things, like everything in between. And all of them have the same control scheme right where you possess the character you walk about the character walks about like you would expect sometimes they jump sometimes they don't don't sometimes they crouch sometimes they don't all that kind of stuff turns out the way they've done it is super is so obvious when you see it right is that they have a they have an asset which is just like basic marionette or advanced marionette and it's just like a like the little wooden marionette things that you that um designers use for drawing humans right oh Artists right yeah, yeah, yeah one of them you put that your scene and then you're like, okay, so what are you trying to build? So I'm building a character that is broad-shouldered and has like like long, kind of like chunky gorilla arms, right? So you grab the marionette, you drag out, the, you grab the shoulders, you switch on mirror, you grab the shoulders, you drag the shoulder out, you extend the arms, you put them down, and then you leave them in a position. And then you run, and the, the game works out that you're like, okay, so we're going to move normally, but the... The arms are now longer, so I know how to swing them longer. The feet just track the track the floor, and now you've got a character that works on that. You're like, okay, so now I need to make them. Maybe, maybe are making an actual gorilla, right? Like a comic gorilla that you want to run around. So then you take your marionette and you just literally like the way um, stop motion stop motion animation people do it is they take their marionette that they've built and then they put clay on it and then they sculpt it and they sculpt it on the marionette. So you put blocks on it that are attached to the marionette and you just like smooth it and make eyes and whatever and it's all just attached to the marionette oh okay sure and then when it moves it knows well that's attached to the arm so the arms move like this right and you very quickly see like oh like people have just built all these characters and it's just like they move the way you expect some of them have different poses and like they'll have different actions that you do in various things and like it's super smart and it again you can go you can do stuff as quick as you want to do, right? Where if you're building like you're building a third person RPG, right? The thing you want the thing you want to work on is like, oh okay, I wanna actually work on like the conversation system, right? I don't want to have to worry about... You, you've just graduated from doing single character animations to doing a conversation system. That's right. like so many steps but remo- all, removed. But it's also there, right? 
But sure. the thing you want to test is like, okay, I want to be able to run up to characters, hit the X button, and then bring up a dialogue thing, right? Right, yeah. Before you can do that, if you're building something Unity, for instance, right? Before you could do that, you'd have to have a character model, you'd have to program the movement, you'd have to work out all of that kind of stuff. Whereas in Dreams, you can just be like, fucking here's a marionette that I can hit button and control, right? That's not yeah. the bit I'm focusing on right now. I can make it move about and go talk to people and it's got basic controls and it works. And then later I can come back and go, okay, now I need my character system. And you can start building on your character system because you've built your other yeah. stuff. Like the base level stuff. And is it all, all just there. sort of seamlessly matches And it all just the- works. Um, and it's just incredible. Like, and then, so then you end up in the logic stuff, right? And the logic stuff was being who I am. I was fucking interested to see how they do, like, what is a first person camera? What, how do you make like um, AI, for instance, in this thing and it's it's all there right like you open up a so you you plant you attach a microchip to something and they're just called microchips and then you hit the button to pop it open and it pops open into like a area and you go well okay i need a counter so there's a counter and then i'm gonna drag the counter and attach it to this trigger for this thing and then you just build up and build up and build up and they've done the really good thing again of like taking the transferable skills thing, right? Where they have the concept of scoping, right? Is what they call it, but it's kind of the same as as in like not programming or whatever. Where so say you're looking, say you're uh, say you're um, say you're building a character, right? And you right. want to you want to create like a like an animated hat for them, right? Dumb example, okay, but let's sure. say you're doing that. So you have your character that the character can have or not have the, the hat, right? But you want to work on the hat, but the hat is on a bunch of other characters as well. So what you do is you, 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 rather than like the character itself, including the hat, the hat is a separate thing that is like, is a child of the character. So you can scope in on the hat and just work on the hat. And then every instance of the hat works, like is updated in the same way. And it means you don't have to touch your character. You could take that hat out of the character and put it on something else. It's his own little entity. And you just kind of, you like, you zoom in on it and that becomes a thing. And then say like the hat has logic where like if the hat hits a wall, it explodes. That can be part of the hat, not of the character. So you attach a bunch of stuff in a small chunk that you can then make a child of another thing or or like you can scope in on just that logic and pull that logic That sounds out. like it gets complicated. It really sounds quickly. like it, but like... So the tutorial for the, the scoping stuff is super fucking smart, right? Where right. it's so it's where the hat metaphor comes in, right? Where you're building a character and you're like, okay, and the, the narration is super charming as well. And it's like, okay, let's put a hat on your character. Where where's the hat? Because the, the level that it's set up for doing the character tutorial is like a dressing room, right? And it's like, um, where's the hat? Oh, we've got a hat in that hat box. So go get the hat out of the hat box and you try and grab the hat box and the hat box just moves about like it's just like an object so you grab it and you yeah. shake it and nothing happens and like oh the hat's in the hat box so in order to get into the hat box you need to scope in which is basically they're like zoom in and only deal with the hat box and then once you scope in you actually discover the hat box is two bits it's a base and a lid so now that you've scoped in you can take the you can move the, just the lid right and then you scope out and the okay. lid the lid and the base are one item again so you scope in and inside there you take the lid off the box and then you discover there's actually a third thing, which is another box inside the box. 
So you pull that box out and then you scope into that box and take that lid off and then you scope in again and take that lid off and then inside that is a hat. And then you grab the hat and you scope all the way back out to your character and then put the hat on your character and then scope into your character and put the hat on the character. So like, it's a really good visual description, like visual metaphor for the thing they're trying to show you. And it's really fucking well done. Um, Yeah. And like, the tutorial's not finished. There's definitely a bunch of stuff they could go into and it feels like them talking about it they're going to go like okay if you're serious about this like here's the here's the complicated shit over here and it sounds like they're going to continually be like let's make a first person thing just to show you all the bits that are involved in that um but it is so cool and even if you don't want to even if you're not interested in any of any of the construction stuff yeah like at all there is a hundred things for you to do and like only like half of them are playing, right? You could just go in there and make music forever, right? Yeah. Like sure. there's there's um a couple of the medium alka people were on Jai Bomb recently and mm. they were talking about like, yeah, we have creators on there that just make trees. Like it's just what they do, right? They chill out, if they, they, they if sculpt trees. And make trees, then yeah. Totally. And then they've got this whole tree library there that's for you. There's guys that just make music. And um, one of the, the leads, one of the guys that was the, the one of the developers that were there was like, "Oh yeah, I was fucking around with this. Like, he built a um, it's a f- brilliant story. One of the developers used to be a stonemason before he was a game developer. Fantastic. <laughs> um, and, so, and so he was yeah. like, so he, he was like, okay, I was playing around with Logic and I wanted to build like a pool game to see if I could, right? Like a snooker game. And he built this whole like kind of room." And he was like, oh, the f- that um, fireplace was there was the first fireplace that I worked on as a stonemason. And it's the same design. I just built it and threw it in there. And then he put a thing out on Twitter. It was like, hey, I'm building a pool game. Can anyone make me some smooth jazz? And 30 minutes later, a guy came back and was like, here's two. So, he's, so he then took that music, put it in there. It's playing. I really like the idea that someone uses that tool just to make smooth jazz. Totally. That's just his thing. Yep. Is... And then, so then he got the smooth jazz as an asset in, and then was like, oh, there's a gramophone already in the library, in the, the Dreamiverse. So he grabbed the gramophone, attached the music to the gramophone, and stuck it in the corner of the room, and suddenly it's more of a game, right? Like, that's the whole thing, is that there are definitely these people, like, all working together to just build shit. And you can go. You can use as much or as you can contribute as much or as little as you want. Like if you just want to build yeah. fucking characters, great. If you want to just be the best rock builder they have, sure. If you want to record a bunch of sound effects, which is another thing people are doing, there are just sound effects libraries now of people just like yeah. farting into microphones. If you want to just make like, smooth jazz, totally. But there's music and then there's sound effects as well, right? And then like, and I haven't even talked about like their fucking music tools or their sound tools, which are a whole other level of just insane where like you can take any, they showed it on the, the GB stream. You can take any, they built a whole instrument called the meow keyboard, right? Which was one of their audio engineers just saying the word meow, right? They take that waveform, they apply it to the keyboard. The keyboard works out what key that audio is in and then builds the keyboard out of that. So you now have an entire keyboard of just this dude saying meow in different pitches. And then you can take course, that, yeah. wire that into like logic so that when you shake the controller, it alters the pitch of the note. So then you've got a theremin like that, right? Because you're uh, then okay. moving your... It's incredible. It's just such a it's, a... it's just an unbelievable thing that they've built. And um, 
it is utterly fascinating and it's one of those things that is only going to improve as time gets more yeah, as time goes on like, those, like, those things only get better the more creative totally. people like, get with it so. you see some of the stuff on there now and you don't understand how it's built and you're like what is this place going to be like in six months like what is this actually going to I'll wait until someone manages to make the entirety of Final Fantasy 7 before the Final Fantasy 7 remake comes there's out there's a that'll be there's a somebody's made the Final Fantasy 7 battle system as a demo like full on menus like the ATB system yep like menus magic fucking turn based all of that shit is in there hoofed right that thing someone's gonna make that full game before that first half of that remake comes out guaranteed then for sure Um, there's there's a surprisingly few amount of one ones Um, there was a couple but people seem to have like looked at the tools and gone this is more than this now and instead are doing like here's PT right with the whole like looping corridor system, all of that stuff is in there. Um, here is God. What else did I see? Um, there was like a kind of um, soma style horror game in there. There's some mm. real fucking creepy shit in there as well. If you want to go deep, like there's some real horror games that people are going for it. Um, yeah, it's it's an astounding thing. It really is. Um, and they haven't even done their story stuff yet, which is going to be the final piece of the puzzle i think so people can go like okay this is what this game is and it's gone from being like a little big planet platformer to being a driving game to being whatever how are they doing this and then all of and they said like all the story assets are going to be there that you can break them apart and see how they built see how they built it um it's a fascinating fucking thing it's going to be incredible yeah it sounds really cool especially if the like the tutorial and stuff is as good as you say because that's kind of yeah. the most important thing there's in those lot- kind of games is show, show people how to do yeah. that sort of thing there's a lot of them and they ramp you up pretty well into like here's the super basic stuff which which you can skip if you don't need it but also here's mm. like here's a straight up like logic tutorial that goes places um yeah it's great and also it makes the it's the first time since the ps4's come out where i'm tempted to buy the camera because I have two move controllers and I watched somebody sculpt something with move controllers and it is like night and day. It is, it is an incredible thing to watch somebody who knows what they're doing with the move controllers. Like actually sculpt the... Actually sculpt a thing. Like, I, I, again, I suggest people go watch that. Well, it's for, it'll be for finesse, right? Like yeah, it's, totally. And it's like... And, subtle movement. Yeah, totally. I suggest people go watch that GB stream because you watch that the developer, the stonemason guy, build a character, like, in front of you. And it's like, that's a man who knows the tools, right, obviously. But, like, when you see what you can do and you just see it form in front of you and it's just, it's incredible. It really is. Um, Cool. I don't really have anything else, I don't think. Uh, There was something else. I can't remember what it was. And it obviously wasn't enough to to talk about it yet. Um, So let's go to intermission. Um, I believe you have some music yeah so with the the kind of like dry spell of uh video games has become a video game music becomes rather scarce um but one thing about the division that kind of it kind of it always always took us it always took us by surprise really the first game even uh was kind of how good and how weirdly varied the soundtracks of those games are yep like the division two has somehow split the difference between weird sort of like ambient electronic housey style music to the doom soundtrack by mick gordon yeah it's this weird sort of like 
you'd think that those two genres are quite far apart, but when you actually bring them together, they actually work kind of well together. Yep. Um, So I'm going to play a song from the Division 2 soundtrack called EMP Jam. Ah, okay. Yep. Before we started recording and I thought it was my turn to pick some music, I picked also something for the Division 2 soundtrack. Yeah. You know. It's surprisingly um, good. It's a surprisingly it really good is. soundtrack. And there's a there's a variety in there. So um Yeah. So yeah, check the post for links where you can pick up the, this track and we're back with a little bit of news right after this. So that was EMP Jam from the Tom Clancy's Division 2 soundtrack. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff on that soundtrack that ends up sounding from different genres and different places. There's a lot of things that sound a lot like Doom on that soundtrack. Yep, for sure. Which is very strange. Not, um, not, not at all a bad thing, either. Oh, no, not, not at all a bad thing, and it, it works very well in the game, and yeah, if you want that sort of music, then you should check that soundtrack out. Yeah. I was just looking at just while we were waiting to come back, uh, games that are coming out in the next couple of weeks. There's not a lot. There's a, The New Life is Strange next week. But also, there's mm. a game called St. Hazel's Hospital, which is about a horse in a hospital. I don't, okay. I don't know. I just... I, it, oh, you just thought you'd bring that up? All right, sure. Have you, well, also because we just... Watched. Never heard of that thing, but... Um, have you seen um, John Mulaney's stand-up that's on Netflix at the minute? I would just highly... have like three. Yeah, oh, the Comeback Kid one. I highly recommend. Oh, okay, it. sure. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, but he has a whole section about a horse in a hospital, and that's why it. Yeah, stood out. It's very good. Yes. Um, okay, uh, news stuff but again. It's kind of they're up to E3, right? So not a lot of stuff happening. But yeah, um, let's see what we have here. Um, Epic have acquired Psionics, developers mm. of the fuck is that game? Rocket League. Rocket League, um, yeah. Which is interesting, right? Like, I assume I haven't played Rocket League in a, lo- in a long while. I'm assuming Rocket League is still a big deal, right? I think people still like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there's still they've been doing a lot of content updates and stuff like that. So I don't know how I don't know how like I don't know how widely played it is still, but I assume there's still people playing it. People still talk about it, so yeah, it definitely feels like it has a community, which is why it was. <laughs> The reason I assume it's still running is because Epic bought them, right? Like, I, they wouldn't yeah. have bought them if they were if they were not doing anything. Yeah. Um, so it said it will come to the Epic Games Store in late 2019, as you would expect. Until then, it will remain on sale on Steam, and after that point, it will still be supported on Steam. But they don't know whether it will be still for sale on there. But my guess is probably not. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. But... Yeah. Um. Do you want to talk about Persona 5S, or are we pretending it doesn't exist? Uh, so, well, they, so they talked about both Persona 5R and S, because so R is now the Royal, which is... Which is basically Persona uh, 5 Golden, right? Yeah, it's, it's the Golden variant of 5 that has a new... Well, this time the, the new character in it is entirely playable, and yeah. is now apparently a Phantom Thief. So this was, like, this was like last month they put up, like... Teaser websites for like these two games. Yeah, Persona, so there was Persona, Persona R, R. And there was Persona S, and everybody, everybody kind of assumed that R was going to be like golden, and S. Everybody kind of thought might be a switch port of five. 
Um, what was the dancing game the, for four called? Dancing all night. But it was it not like Persona Four X Dancing All Night or something like? No, it was just Persona Four Dancing All oh, Night. Oh, was okay. Fair and enough. then and then three was dancing under night or something and okay. i can't remember what five was but, but they have a they have a history of taking the persona games and doing some interesting stuff yeah. with them right so the people got people got really excited about the royal especially like everybody who cares about persona cares about the fact that there's now a new girl to date so, hey do you have nothing to do for 250 hours here's persona 5 you again. have to you have to buy the same game again and they probably won't let you do a save transfer like they did last time so you have to play it again if you want to date the new girl which everybody does which is really sad yeah but anyway uh and then they talked about persona 5s uh which everybody thought was going to be a switch port of five and it turns out they were very wrong because well, no, uh, it is coming to the switch it's coming to the switch yeah okay fair enough it is coming to the switch but persona 5s is a persona 5 what's the name of the genre a muso game a muso game uh which is a dynasty warriors game yep with Persona characters in it. Made by a Megaforce. Which seems really weird. <laughs> Made by a Megaforce, who are the Dynasty Warriors people. Yeah. Uh, they did... I mean, so they've been doing chunks of this, right? Where they did a Fire Emblem one, they've done a Zelda one. Yeah. But it's still one of those games, right? And for me, the interesting thing was the one and a half minute... Tra- one fifteen trailer that was there... Yeah. had around six seconds of actual gameplay footage yeah joker joker walked forward hit some people with his little dagger and that was kind of about it yes yeah. um don't expect that game anytime soon no, uh, no word on this release date or stateside release um or any non-japan release to be honest um but it is coming to switch so switch and ps4 People were not wrong. That is a Persona game that is coming out for Switch, but yes. that is not but what people I bet wanted. Nobody put money on that. <laughs> no, um, no, I never would have put money on a Persona Dance Dynasty Warriors game. That's just weird. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Um, how do you feel about antivirus software? <laughs> oh God, what was this? <laughs> I can't remember about this. So I got an email... Oh, no, wait, I do remember this now. Yeah, yeah this so got, was so, so weird. I, I got an email during the week and immediately forwarded it on to Callum because I couldn't quite believe the thing I was say, seeing. It was a email from Square Enix, like one of the yep. official email accounts. And I'm just going to read the lead of this um, email. Bitdefender, which is a known antivirus software. Not a great mm-hmm. one, but, you know, known. Yeah. Bitdefender have partnered with Just Cause 4, available to buy now. Bitdefender have partnered with Just Cause 4. We invite you to celebrate our partnership with the Bitdefender Internet Security 2019 free download and extended 90-day trial. There is no mention in this email about why Just Cause 4 was chosen as the partner for this antivirus software. Like, Bitdefender have have no association with Square or or Square Enix. Like... This is just wait. Straight. Is that is it, it? Wait, what was that sent without some sort of like brand partnership deal, or is that? Is it like it's got the Just Cause Four logo at the top of it? Yeah, so then... they have to be. They have to be at least partnered, right? So they have so to be partnered, but like, this is like, you know, what? I was literally about to say this is like H and M going to Taco Bell, but they literally did that. Um, they did that, yeah. This is like, uh, this is like Screwfix Direct going and talking to fucking interflora like nothing related between these two Un- unrelated yeah and also like no attempt like even when these things happen like these weird cross-brand details at least somebody yeah. will come out from either side and go okay like if i was to write this 
like if I was to write some PR bullshit for why this is, you would go something along the lines of like, it just caused for what's his name, Rico, Rico Rodriguez, Rico Rodriguez fights to discover the truth about the coup in the tile, fights for your internet security, as does Bit Defender, which uncovers Bit the Defender. truth of the like. You'd write something. There's just yeah. nothing. It's just they, they kind of dropped this and left it, right? They didn't actually no mention nothing. Yeah, like, here's a sign up button. Bit Defender have partnered with Just Cause Four, not Square Enix. With Just Cause 4. Specifically Just Cause 4, yeah. And then at the bottom, it's got, like, subscribe to our YouTube channel and, like, here's the Avalanche Studio logo and it's just, I don't get it. It's a, don't... It, was a, it was a weird, it was a weird email. Yeah. It was a very weird email. It was a very strange email, but fuck. I just, I couldn't. Just Cause 4 and Bit Defender. Yeah. Friends, it, friends forever. Friends forever. Um... It'll be like, oh, like Just Cause 5 and you open up your phone to go into the menu and it's got a little Bit Defender logo. And it'll be Bit Defender, yeah. yeah for sure. It'll be a Bit Defender app. Yeah. An app sponsored by D- Bit Defender. What was the, uh, was it Perfect Dark that was like Samsung fucking branded all over the thing? Like your phone had the Samsung uh, that thing on it? that sounds right, or... yeah. Ugh. That sounds right. Anyway, um, it was another interesting couple of weeks for um, developer culture updates and crunch stuff and like oh, working practices yeah. and a whole bunch of other stuff um turns out the industry's kind of fucked up yeah it turns out so there's an interesting so there's a lot of stuff out there that i'm obviously not going to talk all about but there's an interesting kind of group of them that happened all at the same time where um so there's a big piece from i think it was polygon on epic the fortnite team in epic about mm. Their crunch and how they've basically just not stopped because that game got so big so quickly and the, I mean, the short, the, the heavily abridged version of the article, which you should go read, is the like, Epic saw this good thing got big, it got big so quick, and they were terrified that their user base was going to leave them if they didn't continually churn out updates, which they have been doing yeah. and have got a lot of praise for. But yeah. the human cost appears to have been substantial in doing that. Very high, yeah. Um, which was then interesting because, again, it wasn't... They didn't know... Obviously, they're never going to say, but very much around the same time that article went up, um, who's the head of Respawn? Um, is it uh, Vince Zampella? Vince Zampella did a thing on, here's where Apex Legends <laughs> is going, and we understand, like... There are some problems with the current season pass and the current season and all this kind of stuff. And we're not changing and we want to do stuff. And season two will be announced at E3 and blah, 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 blah. Um, And then there's a section in there about the fact like, yeah, we understand that the content has not been as fast as people would might expect, which was a dig. At, well, I don't know if it was a dig, but a direct re- reference to like, hey, you're not Fortnite. Um, yeah. But he very much says like, no, we like... The culture in our studio is important to us, and we we're not going to crunch people to put out content for this game. Like we will do it in a way that keeps our people safe, right? Which yeah, is a good thing to yeah. come out and say, right? But also, it made me kind of sad because I don't think it's going to your average player on the ground is not going to give a shit, right? They're going to look at it. And no, go like, the average person is going. People are already complaining about how there are very little updates for Apex and how it's getting stale. Like it's and even if they come the, out, the say, average person on the ground is not going to think about 
crunch and people's well-being it is like this game hasn't been updated i'm going to go back and play fortnite especially like when they can especially when they can point point at fortnite and go like well these guys are fucking doing everything right like that got- game that game they've let the fucking fortnite literally yesterday had like a massive event where all they did was like re-release a gun that was kind of all they did but they also just did their whole avengers thing recently right oh like, yeah they did that too yeah yeah like thanos is back and yeah a whole bunch of stuff um so yeah, there was the whole, that whole thing, and then there was kind of suitable, kind of related was some news from Bioware about Anthem, where their roadmap got a big update, where they basically said, um, this is from the Polygon article, Bioware said on Tuesday, this was last week, when you're listening to this last week, um, Bioware yeah. said on Tuesday that it's delaying major feature for Anthem, including the limited time Cataclysm event, which is their raid, right? That's what they're called? I think so, Cataclysm. yeah. Uh, as it prioritizes other fixes like bugs, stability, and game flow. Quote, we've set aside some time for this work, but in reality there are more things to fix and improve than we planned for. While this is the best thing to do for the game, it means that some items from the calendar will be delayed, which was a Bioware post in the game subreddit. So they are delaying the Mastery System Guilds, Phase 2 of the Legendary Missions, the Weekly Stronghold Challenge, Leaderboards, Free Play Events, and the Cataclysm. That seems like Um, a lot of stuff. It's their. It was their basic. It was their like. Okay, here's the end game stuff. Is they're pushing it back yeah. to work on core. They game delayed stuff. their entire roadmap, right? That was yes. the. That was the big thing here. Yeah. Yes, like this is the whole thing. Like this was their next ninety days, and they've pushed it all back and said like, no, we need to work on the core of this game. Um, we need to actually make sure it stops breaking on people. Yeah, totally, and like improving core parts of it that seem like they just are patching the crap out of. I don't mean that as in patches. Yeah. I mean as in like oh shit, the loot system's kind of broken, let's make this quick hack yeah. to make it better, and then... Yeah. The loot system is actively bad. Right, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, the, fact, the, the, fact, the fact that the people still talk about that time that the loot system was bugged as the most fun time in Anthem. Totally, but well, you yeah. just got a whole bunch of loot. Um, that is but a yeah. big deal. And there's the other thing, the other part of that was like, people rightfully saying, I don't think Bioware ever said this, because of course they wouldn't, but like, some people were saying like, they probably could have done all this on time and done it, but God knows what. Like in a in a world where that that article on Bioware came out about the origin of Anthem and what it's done to both Anthem and Bioware and Dragon Age Four, like yeah, you cannot be seen to be like, no, we're pushing hard and you come first and we're working and blah. Like you just can't. You need to just not do no. that. Whether yeah. it's true or not, under the hood, like you need to be very careful about what you're saying at this point. So you don't make things worse. Um, I really want Dragon Age Four, guys. Like I really want it. I'm, that would I'm be great. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be alright. Yeah. Although I did, uh, I was watching um, the the GBE Mass Effect Two playthrough recently again. Yeah. And man, those characters look so much better than anything in Andromeda. Just like I know, right? Remember just, how good those games were? Remember yeah. Mass Effect Two? Remember how good that? Like was? I was watching, yeah. I was watching the bit with the like where they they find Thane in Two. And you're like, yeah. there is more character development in this than anything I saw in Andromeda. Like, yep. anything. You're actively right. Any, any single one of the moments in Mass Effect 2 where you meet a new crew member, other than maybe the first two, there is way more character development in the first, like, five-second mini-shot of them totally. appearing in anything that ever came out of Andromeda. When you, when, you come, when you come across Samara for the first time, you're like, this character's fucking complicated. There's a lot happening yeah. here. She's powerful. She's complicated. She's obviously like very wise, but she's at the like same time, very she's dangerous. Like, like sorry, special forces, but is also police, but also has like a religious code. And how does this like? Yeah. It's yeah, it's 
I hope that I hope that the Dragon Age team have a little bit of control over that now. They've got they've got so much potential. That story is set up to be so good. Yep. They have they have the best or one of the best set up RP fantasy RPG villains since fucking John Irenicus from Baldur's Gate 2. Right. Like it's so close it could be there, but um, would you like to hear what <laughs> would you like to hear what Microsoft thinks acceptable trash talk is for Xbox Live? Oh, I saw this. I saw this list and it oh, made me laugh a lot. It's great. It so this very is good. Um, they've, uh, Microsoft updated their community standards for Xbox uh, during the week. Um, uh, so a quote from them. Harassment and hate take many forms, but not, and none of a home on Xbox to make Xbox Live a place where everyone can hang out. Don't be mean. Don't yeah. be a mean player. And to prevent people from feeling uncomfortable or unwelcome, we all need to be stewards. This means that more than just not harassing players, it means embracing them. It means saving those unsavoury jokes for people you know will enjoy them. It means taking particular care for others while you play, keeping in mind how they might interpret your content. So, this is a quote from, this is Kotaku talking now. To help make things even clearer, there's a long list of examples of trash talk, and I love them more in a 90s educational instructional video kind of way. (laughs) Yeah, they're... It, it it was very much like a you should be reading these with like a VHS film grain on yeah. and they should be said by like children at school desks. Yes. Um, yeah. Somebody should somebody should have turned a chair around to rap with you for a second. Yeah, turn your chair is... backwards and yeah. talk real with the kids yeah. about um, calling people a poop head and So whatever. here's some stuff that Microsoft recommends you shouldn't be saying. And I will put <laughs> It's kind of hard to say because they've obviously not allowed to say various racial slurs. Yeah, they've they've, they've censored themselves. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, for instance, cheap when totally expected from a racial slur, and like yeah. <laughs> um, the, the the robot insertion of whatever yeah. that thing is uh-huh. going to be is pretty great. Yeah. Get sexual threat. Can't believe you thought you were on my level. Um, hey, profanity! That was some serious what? potato aim. Get get sexual threat like what? Get, get yeah, get fucked. I assume is what they're saying, right? Like, is that a sexual get, threat? I don't know. I don't know. It's sexually tinged. I don't know. Sure. Okay. God, sexually tinged. Gonna be I use I use the word I use the word fuck I use the word fuck so much in my day to day life that it has lost basically all sexual meaning. Oh, yeah, like, totally. It's yes. just a word at this I, point. But I assume if you were a corporation who had to write this thing down, I assume fucked would sure, come under sexual yeah. threat. Um, Fair enough. Here's some trash talk, however, that is acceptable. Um, <laughs> Good game, my homeboy. <laughs> Get destroyed. Can't believe you thought you were at my level. <laughs> the only reason oh, you went great. positive was you spent all game camping. Try again, kid. Kid? That's, kid. Yeah. That sucked. Get good and then come back when your kiddies over one. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's too wordy for trash talk there's yeah. too many syllables on that yeah um, it's real good people should go look it up it's pretty funny um, I'd, I'd like, still prefer I, I'd still prefer to call people an ass bunch over the internet like that's way better like, that's the thing like I am much more acceptable of insults people throw over the internet if they're entirely made up like like yeah I, like that's the only way to do it at this totally, point is just to like, say dumb shit like, there is nothing well I can't I, I shouldn't do it I shouldn't say that but there is like is if somebody called me a fuck trumpet, it is kind of hard yeah. to be too internally insulted by that because it's such a ridiculous word that doesn't actually mean anything. Like, 
I appreciate that. It's the, it's the, it's, the, it's the best way of doing. It. Like I I explicitly don't trash talk in video games. Yes. I hate people that no. do it. Yes. But if I were to do it, like the only way to do it is just to like make shit up. Yeah. And call and people like, dumb you, stuff. Like, like, yeah, it's... totally. And like if you're in a if you're in a Discord with like a bunch of your mates, like sure, like fuck Trump it away. Like that's fine. Oh yeah, like, like I, I talk to, I talk shit to my friends. Yeah, exactly. So that's not I don't and do I, it in all chat. On and the I think that's the problem is that people will yeah. treat everyone as if it's yeah. Like this is this is the thing, like I kinda don't want to laugh at this because I really appreciate what they're trying to do. But like, and it's it is very oh. funny when the, when corporations try and get hip to the kids and yep. hey, you need to stop saying the n word over talk and stuff like that. Like it's yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry, stop I'm using actually, I'm, racial I'm, and sexual slurs at people. I'm actually just now flicking through their community standards thing. Even the the headings of some of these sections are pretty good. Keep it legal, which means. <laughs> Don't fucking don't upload custom gamer pics that show animal abuse. Like what? Oh right, okay. I thought you were gonna say like don't threaten to come around someone's house and stab them or something don't, like that. Don't build a gamer club around illegal drug use. All right. What? Okay. So so I can't have I can't have my smoke den. <laughs> exactly. I- Xbox club or whatever. Well, like, we need to go change our division two clan. Pretty sharp. Um, to the smoke den. The smoke den. <laughs> Don't respond to someone's smack talk with sexual slurs. Do not threaten. <laughs> do not threaten someone with physical assault after an intense game. Sure, sure, yeah. Maybe don't threaten someone with violent acts at any point. Maybe okay. you played play a lot more MMOs than me. Explain to me why yes. one of these things would be create a looking for group that negatively calls out another player. Do you LFG and go fuck Steve? Like what? Uh, <laughs> um. Y- <sighs> You can, in a way, it's really subtle and very, like, in World of Warcraft, the way of doing it is, like, you set up looking for raid groups which have, like, tags on them so people can see what they're looking for, and you could say, like, no X person or, like, no whatever. The main way of doing it is, like, they put up, oh, this is going to get really technical, but if they, they put up LFR groups that will have the clause on it that say Link Circle, which is... An achievement you get in raids, which is like you have beaten a certain boss at a certain difficulty level. Right. So it's a way of showing you are competent. So you right. have to get into the group and then link to the group leader the achievement in your profile to say, I have done this and gotcha. I have this. That's the way of excluding people. And it's really fucking dumb, especially in LFR, because LFR is like the lowest tier difficulty raiding it's not hard to lfr like it's super easy the mechanics are basically for babies and it's it's so it's so bad but people will still say must be above 690 eye level and like sure. circle and you're like what why like anybody could do this it's that's the way of excluding uh, people in raids you're not you're not particularly saying like you know fuck clarissa or whatever like it's yeah it's, okay I, I assumed it was okay fair enough um, okay, the last thing I will mention, there's a section in this community thing called Damaging Microsoft, Xbox, or its customers. Manipulation, exploitation, and abuse of Xbox services doesn't just affect Microsoft. It also inhibits the ability of Microsoft to provide the best possible... Blah, blah, blah. So, for example, don't share links to malware. Interfere with someone's ability to access their network or device. Take part in a DDoS attack. Share confidential content during a game's alpha or beta test. Encourage terrorism. Wait, that mm. took a turn. Wait, what? Yeah. 
I like how encouraged ter- terrorism they've put under the thing of may influence Xbox. Yeah, like, like nah, encouraging acts of terrorism affects everybody. Like that's yeah, that's a not, problem. Let's not harm Microsoft. Do not try and reverse engineer or manipulate Xbox or services. Do not post instructions for making bombs or weapons. Like, why is this? <laughs> why is this under this category? Like, it should be there, but not. Dude, you, need, you need to check. You need to check out the hidden messages on the smoke. Then that's where people are. <laughs> that's where the good shit is. Yeah, that's you're talking about getting like six pounds of fertilizer and yeah. how to make a shiv. Like, it's that's, talk, it's talk yeah. about the last Game of Thrones and how to make nitroglycerin. It's really weird. Yeah, because, exactly. Yeah, it's bizarre. people laying up talking about endgame spoilers and how to make homemade bombs. It's Jesus. It's a wild place. It should be in this list. It should not be that or that area that's just no it, it absolutely it absolutely needs to be said that do not plan <laughs> terrorist actions on xbox live do not put it in the section that says this may hurt our branding yeah that's like, a weird place like put it under the substantial section about don't post porn on xbox put live. it on the, put it on the big section that says this should be fucking obvious to everybody but hey yeah. don't talk about bombs yeah don't post pictures of porn like oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, um yeah, okay. And then the last thing I've got, um, there was the Borderlands 3 reveal. Well, not reveal, gameplay reveal. Oh, yes! Sorry. Um, which I have. Oh, this is my favourite thing. So they showed like an hour and a half, hours-ish of like tutorial areas and your hub world. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes or something. Yeah. I think we were both watching it. We both came out of it going, that looks like Borderlands and that seems fine yep, to me. sure does. Looks um, like a lot of Borderlands and I'm okay with that. Yep, totally. Um, so the, some stuff they showed, like you have... A like your your hub world or your hub is now like your spaceship, which has all the characters like Moxie's there and um, who's the the mechanic Ellie's there and like the the weapons dude is all they're all they're yeah. all on your ship. Everybody's um, on their ship. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've got they went into like level balancing for co-op and a whole bunch of other stuff and like yeah, it seems like more borderlands. Some really cool cool ideas, cool ideas in there. Yeah, and then <laughs> Randy Pitchford's went and. Went and oh, Randy. Went to be Randy. Why have you got to run your mouth, Randy? <laughs> Just give it. Give he does it this time. too often. He does this too often. Um, so, yeah. So, oh God. So, I was talking briefly before we started recording that um, it's kind of hard to see. Like, there was no record of this. The best, the best place that I had was at, on Waypoint on their 72-hour stream there was a point where Austin Walker started reading it out and it is a, it is a Twitter thread that is like 19 twi- tweets long and yep. is labelled as like one of 19 and listening to him spout the bullshit coming out of Randy Pitchford's mouth and then screaming four of 19 at the top of his voice yeah. was hilarious. It's the best place to watch that. But yeah, so, do you want to give the background to this Twitter debacle? Or yeah, do you want me so, to found, so this is from ScreenRant.com, which is a kind of decent place to start, at least. Sure. So, on stage during this event, Pitchford mm-hmm. said that yes. there are no microtransactions. Randy, Randy Pitchford's Sorry. magic man. Randy yes. Pitchford. At Duval Magic on Twitter. Yeah. Um, said on, on stage that there will be no microtransactions in Borderlands 3. Right, those yes. were his words. You, ha- you, ha- you have to say that now for when you release a video game, apparently. Yes. As he a- said, I, mean, I-, I can't find the exact quote, but um, he basically said, there are no microtransactions in this game. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so then Game Informer then tweeted yep. and pointed out and said, 
hey, we have independent confirmation from people in the team or like anonymous sources that they will be selling cosmetics, right? Which, yeah. in any world, <laughs> be it Borderlands or otherwise, in the real in the real human world in which we all live in, when you pay a small amount of money for a thing in a video game that is not the video game itself, that would be a microtransaction. <laughs> yes. Regardless of the benefit or whatever you get out of it, when you pay more money for a thing that you've already paid for, is a microtransaction. So, here's, here's actually the quote during the gameplay reveal. We're going to do some kick-ass de- campaign DLC, and I'm sure we're going to do all kinds of fun customization like heads and skins, but we're not doing any of that free-to-play junk. There's not going to be any microtransactions. There's not going to be any of that nonsense. Okay, That yeah. was his quote. Game Informer then said, hey, by the way, Gearbox's Paul Sage, um, who is... I don't have what his official title is. Uh, We are selling cosmetic items, but we're not going to nickel and dime players. DLC will come down the line, but the game won't have anything excessive. Which is fine, right? Like, I fully expected that game to be that game and sell cosmetics. That's... That is the bare minimum yeah, of what if I expected they, if, they had, if they had said nothing and I bought Borderlands 3 and saw that was a thing, I wouldn't have been surprised. Exactly. I would have gone, yeah. cool, fine. Yeah, sell your cosmetics, don't sell games. That's Don't sell... Um, don't sell, like, fucking actual game stuff. Like, sell your cosmetics, do your thing, fine. Yeah. Instead... So then Game Informer... Oh boy, Randy. So yeah. then Game Informer put up their thing that said... The, the title of the thing was Borderlands 3 will not have loot boxes, right? That was their, their headline. Yeah. But they also tweeted saying like, hey, by the way, we've talked to Gearbox before and they are... They do have microtransactions, but they are just cosmetics, right? So Randy Pitchford then replied directly to Game Informer on Twitter saying, quote, come on guys, shitty clickbait headline. Literally yeah, seconds before I said it, I made it very clear we're going to do more cosmetic stuff like we did in Borderlands 2. You know I was talking about premium currency and loot boxes kind of stuff not being in our game. Why would why you guys would fuck me on this is beyond me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and then here's a link to the rest yeah, of the... Yeah, then it started, it started the, the one of 18 chain there where is... he basically lost his mind on Twitter... Uh, saying about how like the journalism has been misrepresenting him and how them misrepresenting articles fucks him and fucks the company and fucks video games and is bad for everybody. Basically went off on one and got really mad that they called him a liar even though they didn't call him a liar when he lied. And that was... It's a I really think, strange... I think some of this strange. has been cleaned up. Like, I... Because I'm looking at the tweet thread now, right? I found it. And there's no, like, fuck the media comment in this anywhere. Yeah, he doesn't explicitly say, like, oh, the media's all fucked, no, fuck but those like, guys. But it's a lot of, like, implied but like, yeah, like, hatred. Why would you fuck me on this is a pretty... <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big thing to say. Why are you... What the fuck are you guys doing? Um, my favourite thing about the whole thing was just him getting mad that they called him a liar, even though they didn't explicitly call him a liar... Um, and, so here's some yeah. the, uh, 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 where was it? Uh, okay, yeah. So uh, yeah, so like comment number three. I stood on tr- during our preview event. I stood on stage in front of a live audience of press and streamers and an online audience of hundreds of thousands of gamers to share the first ever gameplay of Borderlands Three. 
tweet for. We started at the very beginning of the game and let people see everything as it actually is. After an hour-long presentation with live, honest gameplay, we invite our live audience to play unguided for 90 minutes of free play live streaming to their audiences around the world. Tweet 5. So far today, yeah. the live streamers have generated well over 1 million viewers. 5 of 18. Hours. 5 of 18. Generated well over 1 million viewer hours of Borderlands 3 live streaming content, which is a sentence that I hate in every fibre of my being. That's, that's ridiculous, yeah. I cannot recall a more transparent preview event of this scale. Brackets happy to be corrected. Like... Yeah, like, this is him doing a media response to an outlet in tweet form. Yeah. They they posted a story, which they did their due diligence, and was good journalism of, like, they had a source, they followed up on it, and they reported it. And he got so mad <laughs> that they did their job. I believe, Game had have have cl- I believe Game Informer to have a clear understanding of what was done in Borderlands 2, and it can clearly differentiate from what is being done in free-to-play games. I believe Game Informer should be in a great position to offer clarity. I trust and believe you, Andy, who was the Game Informer reporter that, yeah. that posted the thing. The Game Informer's attempt was to clarify and not confuse. I agree that the few words I chose to state on stage left room for them to be construed towards confusion. I like Game Informer's potential to avoid such confusion. What? I what? know that you're are objective enough to see how the words that Game Informer Twitter authors chose. Wait, I know that you're objective enough to see how the words that Game Informer Twitter authors chose led some Game Informer readers to take the meaning that GI was calling me out as being misleading. So actually, it's not Game Informer; it's whoever wrote that tweet is fuck that person. Yeah, apparently. Okay, this definitely seems like it's been cleaned up a little bit. Um, but yeah, there's just like. Respond to this in an email, put it on Game Informer, leave it at that. Do not... Yeah, this was... And again, like, to be 100% clear, the thing Game Informer said was true. You said no more yeah, transactions. Yeah, it was, it was 100% true. Like, they did their job. That was... So who, who's... There's nothing wrong with what they said. Let me just check. Is this... Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay, I found the bullshit. Here we go. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Why would you guys fuck me on this? Is beyond me. Thanks a lot. And then somebody who appears to just be a consumer, appears to just be a uh, like a member of the public, don't know. Anyway, responded saying, you said no microtransactions. Paying small sums of money for cosmetics is microtransactions. You lied. Not having loot boxes yeah. is a big plus, but be honest in how you're monetizing a game that already costs $60. Yep. Reply from Randy Pitchford to a random member of the public. See Game Informer. See at Game Informer. This is what... Oh, sorry. He's now talking to Game Informer, like subtweeting them. This is what your yeah. fuckwitted tweet is doing. <laughs> Quote, there we go. Please correct your bullshit. This user believes that he called me a liar because of your incompetent click, inc- incomplete context clickbait bullshit. You're better than this. And then Andy McNamara responded. In my opinion, you can't say no microtransactions when there are microtransactions and then can't be angry when you tweet focusing on that angle. Apologies you don't yeah. like... Apologies you don't like the despite. It clarifies what we feel is a misleading comment which the story lays out clearly. Response from Andy Pitchford. I'm just so hurt right now, Andy. <laughs> I've swallowed so much... Oh, wow. i swallowed so much shit for so many years of folks on your side of this industry profiting off of making me out as if I'm some kind of profit-only gamer-exploiting liar. Which is a hell of a sentence to that's say the, out loud. Yeah, that's a big sentence, yep. So that appears to be what people were talking about and then he made a formal, yeah. a formal tweet statement to... Oh, God damn it. But yeah, like... Yeah, like how the response the dude that lost his mind on Twitter. Oh, the response to that is, "Oh right, sure, misspoke. This is true. Moving yeah. on. That's it. Yeah. That's all you need to say. Right? Fine, we misspoke. Yeah. Okay. And like even the Game Informer original headline, I got what they meant. 
I get. I yeah, understood. What understood. They meant. What they meant. Yeah. Um. Anyway. That was that, and that was a great day. And again, to, you, should, you should all go look at that Twitter exchange because it to, was a hell yeah. of a thing. And also to look back around, like to give some context to people who haven't been following this. This is the same Randy Pitchford who at the the Borderlands Three original reveal event at PAX PAX did a I want to say PAX yeah. did a twenty five minute magic show when on stage with stuff. Yep. And then this is the same one who allegedly, and I put allegedly in like. Big letters here. Big quote this, marks, yeah. Because this is a legal fight that's still going on. Allegedly, excuse me, left a um, USB stick filled with Gearbox company specific, Gearbox company secrets and pornography in a medieval times, which is still yes. probably my favourite sentence of 2019. It's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be the sentence that he, that man goes to his grave with because it's so uh, good. Like but... regardless of like. Regardless of whether it turns out to be true or not and proven out in court, yeah. like that's not for me to decide and that's not for anyone yes. else to decide. But the idea that this is an allegation that has been formed by somebody it's, against him is It's great. It's great. It's such It's great. It's it's a thing. It's just incredible. Yeah. And again, allegations Yes. Allegations. Not founded yet, yeah, allegations. But if I was to write allegations against someone and make them up, it wouldn't be as good as that. <laughs> Just no, saying. you cannot make up fake allegations better than you left porn on a USB stick at a medieval times restaurant. That's porn and company too secrets. good. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm it's trying to I'm, too I'm trying, good to like, be I'm, made up. I'm trying to determine. I've been I've been struggling for weeks to try and determine which part of that is the bit that makes it just levels above. Oh, it's the medieval times restaurant. It has but, to be. But it's also that's the, com- the best bit about it. But it's also the combination of like USB stick with company secrets and pornography. Like, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's funny. It's, on it's its a own. good combo. Yeah, it's a good combo, but, but it's the fact that it was left at a Medieval, medieval times, times restaurant. And this is also yeah. like, I've never been to Medieval Times, but I know roughly what it is. And absolutely, would you go? Would you go to? Would you go to a Medieval Times oh, restaurant? Fuck yeah! It sounds ridiculous. Yes, that's yeah, that's right. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh God, yeah, it's like it's it. Do you remember? You know what it feels like. I, I imagine what it would be like. Do you remember when we were kids? And we went to, we were on holiday with our parents oh, at some God. point, right? And they took us to, I have no idea where it was. I assume Spain, because we spent a, a, a number yeah. of holidays in Spain. But there was a live, like, pirate show. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, that was, that was Spain. Yeah, was it, it was Spain? in the big cave. Yeah, yes. yeah, it was in Spain. We went into an actual cave and they did, like, a stage pirate show. And we all got yeah. served, like, pirate Dinner foods. theater. Dinner theater yeah. style, like... But it's like every all the servers are like great. as yeah. wenches and all of this kind of yep. stuff. Like it was and pirates and, and pirates yep. and it everything. Fantastic. It was great, and that's why I assume medieval times is like. <laughs> but I mean, I fucking if we end up going to uh, the Star Wars thing in oh, Florida yeah, yeah. at some point in our future, yes, I'm pretty sure we could probably find the medieval times restaurant. Yeah, it's true. Maybe we'll find a USB stick of pornography. Anyway. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. Maybe you just get it. Maybe, maybe that's the point. Halfway through the medieval times ago. And if everyone looks under their seats right now, <laughs> you'll find... Everybody gets Randy, Randy Pitchford's USB stick. Yeah. Oh, we cloned man. it. It's going to be... Oh. Anyway. Um, yeah, that was... It kind of overshadowed what looks like more Borderlands, which is a good thing. So, yeah. Knows? We'll see what that thing is. Um, that's all I have. I don't know if there's anything else. Um, I mean, I think we covered do, we, everything. do we want to talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer at all? I mean, the internet's done the jobs of that. Yeah. I, it got to... 
Man, that thing. So I was a for for context. Why is it Gangster's Paradise? That's so, still the bit that gets me. So I still. I, so I was at on. So it came out Wednesday, Tuesday. Last Tuesday, uh, I think it was. yeah, sure, yeah. Well, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday because I was at a training course from work, right? <laughs> and halfway through the training course, we were doing one of the, the kind of workshop exercises, and I went over to my mate and was like, "They're putting out the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer today." Like, I flicked past Twitter and was like, "Yeah, that Sonic the Hedgehog trailer is coming out today." He was like, "Oh shit, okay, we'll keep an eye on that." And then just as we broke for lunch, the it came out, and I had five people standing around my laptop watching that trailer live for the first time and it was one of the greatest moments I've ever had where there was for sure... Did everybody freak out? Yes. Well, well, it wasn't... Freak out's probably too strong. There's a lot of... Oh! Huh? Mmm! Rah! Oh, is that... Is that Kaleo? That's... Oh! Yeah, that's Kaleo. Okay. And then, like, yeah, it was... It was a moment. And then you just watch the internet just be the internet for a they while lost it, yeah. it was it was, was spectacular like a pic like this is almost entirely separate to how you feel about the movie and the represent the, the the like the representation of sonic in that movie like entirely separate from that there was a, a fantastic thread of humor happening on twitter regardless yeah there's some um, fantastic stuff there's some really good like comedy ones there's some really good people who did their own re-edits of the sonic character that look way better than way the actual sonic better. character yep. That, um, yeah, that it's some good stuff. That clip from Sonic Boom, where he becomes like fourth wall breaking, got posted a yeah, bunch of times again. That's a, a good one. Great I love that. That clip. clip's amazing. Um, Everybody should watch Sonic Boom. It's better than you think it's going to be. Yeah, that cartoon um, has any, is better than any right that it deserves to be. It's great, but yeah, um, yeah. I, t- I, 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 I will, I will never understand why it is Gangster's Paradise playing. For the trailer of a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I don't understand. Like you have Crush Forty on Retainer, like just get them so to write is... something. It takes like a minute and a half to write a Sonic song. Like, but, so here's the it's, thing, right? It's power cards and you use the word fast friendship or love or something, and it's done. <laughs> All like, of the above in various parts. So here's the thing I didn't get from the trailer is like, who is this movie for? Right? Where I don't know. <laughs> you have. If you're a long-time Sonic fan, then you yes. have the noises, you have the sound effects, you have uh-huh. the go- you have the goggle fast, you have that last clip of Robotnik looking like Robotnik. Like you have that mm-hmm. stuff. If you're average man in the street who wants to go watch a movie in August, or November, whenever the fuck it comes out, you look at that and like. What do you get from Gangster's Paradise being over that track? Right? I don't like, know. You, yeah, want, I, I, you want the touch, right? You want, like, Danger Zone. You want something that is... You want it to sound like Sonic. You want, like, but, heavy I, guitars. And, but you, maybe yeah. you don't, right? Like, maybe, like, my only thought was, I like... Do. we Well, yes, I do as well. But we know this shit, right? If you're a mainstream yeah. person trying to bring in, like, the, the rest of the film-going audience who does not really care about Sonic as much as we kind of theoretically care about sonic like yeah you need to bring them in with something like it's like oh this is like a dumb comedy movie right like sure you do yeah. you do you do the the what was the track that was on um the detective pikachu trailer it was um i, oh, I uh, it was um oh god you know but like you look at that you, you pick out the track it was right and it's like okay that fits in this world with these characters 
and also sets a tone for being like... Oh, it was uh, uh, I Need a Hero, Bonnie Tyler. Yes, that exactly, the, right? The piece, like, yeah. it's that level, like, you know what that is. You hear that with those th- visuals and you're like, okay, I get this. Like, if you're a mainstream person going in and it's like, what relevant, why, why Coolio? Like, why actually would you yeah, do this? why like, this, yeah. Like, if there's if there's a thing about Hedgehog going fast, do Danger Zone, like, directly reference the only thing, gun, the do o- something. The only thing that it would make it worse is if it was the real 2019 movie trailer thing of a slow power ballad sung by a female vocalist version of Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that okay, would be yeah, the yeah. thing that would make it worse. Is there any, I'm now actually trying to go back in the trailer in my head, is there any point where the music cuts out in that trailer and it goes, oh, like like every uh, fucking music every movie trailer does i don't think it does i think there's at least there's a lot of times where the music cuts out entirely and picks back up again really quickly right but uh I, I I, i'm glad to see though that like the inception noise yeah like i'm glad to see we've at least moved on from oh yeah like, the inception I, noise yeah, yeah exactly um yeah fuck that thing was so the now, thing. So now the, the, thing. End, the side effect of that is that the studio have come out and said Okay, we'll do something. We get it, yeah. Which is like... The fact that the director had to get on Twitter and be like, yeah, we've heard you, okay, we'll redesign it. That thing that's, is... That's wild. Like that, It's wild, it's crazy. When is that movie supposed to come out? Uh, 7th of November. Later this year? 7th of yeah. November that movie's supposed to come out. So, how are you going to redesign your main CG character in... August, September... June, July, no August, idea. September, October, November... Six months... Where you need to can it and distribute it at least a month in advance, like yeah, what like that's what can you possibly do? Um, yeah, not also, give them human teeth. That's probably step a good one, start. Remove the teeth. No human teeth. Yeah, that's yeah. the first step. Because oh man, yeah, um, yeah, and it also saw so a couple of tweet threads about this where with people like when the news came out that they were going to redo it. Bunch of people who definitely don't know how animation works, proclaiming they know yeah. how animation works. Where it was like, oh, it's fine. They've done all the animation. They just say tweak the model and everything just works. And you're like, no, motherfucker, you don't know how any works. of this yeah. goes. Like yeah. this is a whole. Oh, it's insane. But yes, um, I don't know. I'm gonna go watch that fucking movie. You kidding? Oh, of course, yeah. Of course, I'm gonna go see it. Like, yeah. that is, regardless of what happens, I need to see that movie. Oh but. yeah, like I need to see this thing firsthand. Um, and then this also, like, it sounds like the initial review is that Pikachu movie, the Teddy Pikachu came out, and apparently it's great, so... Yeah, apparently good. it's pretty good. good. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm glad. Um, I saw the clip I hope that. it's entirely because it's carried by Ryan Reynolds, but that's... Yeah, totally. And it seems like him and um, Justice Smith, is that the main dudes? The other yeah, I think so. Name? Yeah. Um, it sounds like they work very well together, and it sounds like they were just fucking around a lot which is exactly what you yeah, want it's fine and then I saw yeah. that clip of the Lickitung on the train who licks his own face and it just looked gross and I'm like yes that's yeah. exactly what you want Lickitung is not cuddly Lickitung is a disgusting no he's creature. disgusting yeah only supplanted by Mr. Mime and creepiness anyway <laughs> we should leave because yeah we should do. not um, what's coming up not a lot as it turns out um, nope. the new like, Strange episode is next week finally I know and also I think Yakuza Kwame 2 comes out for PC next week, which... Maybe. I think it does, but, like, um, I heard a lot of people retroactively say that Kwame 2 is a really good game, so... Sure. Um, I might end up picking that up as something in case my internet's not in when I move to my new house. <laughs> I could yeah. just be like, I'll just play that instead. Um, 
There's a couple of things that have come out that I could take a look at. There's that Mortau thing that people keep talking mm. about that seems pretty cool. Yeah, that looks... Um, there's a um, Kotaku, I think Heather Alexandra and Kotaku posted about a game called File... Oh, God, what was it called? It was a... It's like a short... Um, the detective thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a game where, like, you have to have the game running and Windows Explorer and modify files... Yeah. It looks real dumb, and I was trying to figure out how to, in a really good way, but like I was trying to figure out how we would stream that, or like how we would record something with that, and it's an interesting Yeah, challenge. that seems weird. I would um, I would hate to do desktop capture just in case of yeah. anything weird popping up. Yeah, don't do that. Um, I don't yeah. know. I'll, I'll, I'll play with yeah, that. Yeah, Mordhau seems like a thing I could maybe try. Sure. Uh, there's, also um, like, there's also a game I heard about called... Fell Seal, I think it's called. Fell Seal. It's supposed to be like an in, it's like an L, like indie Final Fantasy Tactics game that apparently oh, is very good. That I need to have a look at maybe. File Maniac but is what that game is called. File Maniac. Okay. Um, I've also been playing. I started playing um, Heaven's Gate. Is that what it's called? The new game oh, no. from Heaven's. I think it's called Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. No, that's a movie. Gate game. Heaven's. <laughs> No, Heaven's Gate is a fighting game from ages ago. Heaven's... Heaven's Vault. Vault, thank you. There you go. Heaven's Vault, which is the new game from the um, 80 Days developers, um, Mm. which is like a kind of... It's an adventure game, but with um, language translation. It's... I'm not far enough into it to be able to form an opinion yet, but I kind of want to do something with it um, just to show it off because it's fascinating. Um, in some of the decisions that have been made on that thing, so I'll I'll maybe get back into that and maybe do some of that because there ain't a lot left. Um, so the plan also because I move on the the week of the twentieth, I'm going to just let the game of the year stuff come out on the twentieth forward because it means that I don't have okay. a PC and it means we don't have to put stuff up because sure. we could just let it all run. So end, end, of the, end of this month is... The... End of this month is... is we'll put okay. it up. It's all ready to go. It just needed some... It's really yeah. good. It's really good that you're doing this entire move thing in two weeks ready for when E3 comes out. Yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> We're all ready to go. But things will be fine for E3. It's just like... Okay. No, like... Things will be fine for E3. You still might be sleeping on the floor, but... Oh, fuck. Things okay. will be fine for E3. Um, it depends whether we can get a sofa bed in time. We'll see. Sure, sure. Um, so yeah, um, gameindustry.com is the website where you can find all of our articles, podcasts, and videos. Will be up there. Um, we are on youtubecom slash If you subscribe there, you'll get notified when we put new videos up. We are on Facebook and Twitter. If you search gameindustry, you'll find us there. Podcast at gameindustry.com is the email address if you want to get in touch. And that's it. We will see you in two weeks. Enjoy whatever you're playing. We will see you then. Bye bye. Goodbye.